anyways. Um, sorry, guys. Um, we have discussed many things in our last series here for our prayer service and the ones before the last one. The last one we had the miracles of Jesus, and before that we discussed about God's uh, mighty power through the miracles and God's faithfulness and His, His sovereignty. Uh, so I'm hoping that we all, just like every pastor, I suppose, the hope of us believers learning the truths or being reminded about the truths about the character of our God, it drives us to become prayerful, right? Since every Wednesday is really about prayer, uh, prayer, faith, and, and, and our love for God. So hopefully, all these things that we're learning is reminding us about it. Uh, so simply, I entitled our message tonight, Pray. But well, let me read the, the verses here. At the home of Martha and Mary, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman, where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. This is the word of the Lord. Let's join in prayer. Father, we thank you for this evening that you've blessed us with, this Wednesday service that you have provided for us. We thank you for bringing us here safe and uh, providing everything, the singers, the people, Lord God. And we know, Lord God, that you are in our midst. So now we ask for your guidance, for your wisdom, that you will all speak to us, your Holy Spirit that is in your people, Father. May you reveal to them the message that you want them to receive. And I pray for our hearts to be receptive to your truth, to be humble enough to say, yes, Lord, that is what I need. I pray, Lord, for your help as you speak through me. And forgive us, Lord, for all of our sins. We know that we don't deserve you. We never did, Lord God, but you made us worthy because of your love for us. All these things we ask in your Son's sweet and mighty name, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 So, pray. So, everything that we know about God or reminded about God or were actually told about God, if it was the first time that we found out about it, it should always lead the person to prayer. No? <laughs> I think so, right? Because the question is, if God is real, right? If God is real, if He is sovereign, He is powerful, He is all-knowing, and I, apart, from, apart from me, I cannot do anything, so I should always be in prayer. Right, amen. You know, but, but the simple things aren't simple enough, Right? Like, did you vote yesterday? Because it's simple enough. It was free. <laughs> if you were a citizen, that's your responsibility. Did you vote? Simple enough, but no, we did it. And then we complain, right? We're like, oh, I don't know. Why is he sitting there? Well, because you didn't vote. <laughs> so you have no, 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 you have no right to, co to complain because you lost your right. 
Because simple things matter. As simple as they are, we think it's so easy, but those simple things we neglect to do, like prayer. Prayer is simple enough. It's free. Nobody here is, is being eyed by, the, by Reno PD and say, oh, they're praying there at 2900 Mill Street. Pick them up. Right? Nobody. Right? Block all the gates to Mill Street so that the Christians in that area cannot pray. It will not pray. Nobody's doing that. But simple things, simple things we don't do. Even though we know that those simple things are crucial, like voting. Um, it reminds me of Bong. Um, this guy, you know, Bong, Bong. So he, he was very tired because he works three jobs, right? Bong was working three jobs. Yeah, I think he's, <laughs> yeah, Chris can feel for him, right? So, and you know, when you're tired, you're kind of absent-minded with simple things, right? So his coworker saw Bong with the, you know, the iron shape, the iron shape on his right ear and straight to his face. Like he ironed his face. So his coworker goes, Bong, what happened to your, to your face? He goes, oh, man, I was so tired. I was ironing my clothes. My wife called me, and I thought the iron was the phone. So, so the, the co-worker goes, oh, okay, what happened to your left side? Well, she called again. <laughs> Simple things. We think, you think you would learn the first time, right? The first time that you thought, you know, I can do this on my own. I don't need God here. I know I heard them say, pray, 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 that apart from God, I cannot do anything. But I can do this on my own. And then then you get burned, you fail, and then you say, well, shoot, I guess I can't do it without God. And then the next opportunity comes around, the next challenge comes around, you do it again on your own. You would think you'd learn, right? You know why it's so hard to pray? Other than it's so simple that we take simple things for granted. Other than if it's free, we take free things for granted. It's because in prayer, there's humility. And you know, that's the hardest thing for us to admit. That we are prideful people. We are prideful in subtle ways. We take for granted about our health until we feel an ailment. We don't Find it necessary if we're strong in prayer. And then when we pray, we admit something about us that is missing, that is lacking, and we don't like that. So that's why, that's why it's difficult. That's why it's difficult. There's humility in prayer. But look, in James 4.10, God reminds us through the Apostle James that we are to humble ourselves before the Lord and He, God, will lift us up. Also in James and also in 1 Peter, also in Proverbs is, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Why is it repeated? Because, like, like the iron to the face, it's because we take it for granted. It's so simple, it's so easy, but we love to take it for granted because we're prideful people. You know, simple enough, you go look at Genesis, right? In Genesis, Everything was provided for. Everything was there. Everything that they needed. 
but they were too, pride was, is what got them because there's that one thing, there was that one thing that Satan pointed them to that they didn't have and that's what they wanted. And that's pride, right? Sin, pride is the root of all sin. And, and, and that's, that's where, that's why we fail in prayer because our human nature, our flesh, doesn't want to humble ourselves to God even in prayer, despite that we are already in a relationship with Him. Because especially when there's sin, right? After Peter denied Jesus three times, he saw Jesus crucified and then tortured and died and then Jesus resurrected. Did Peter go to Jesus? Did Peter? Did we see any verses there that says Peter then went hunting for the resurrected Jesus? No, Peter went fishing. <laughs> Peter went fishing with his homeboys. Let's go fishing. But then when he saw Jesus on the shore, when John told him, the apostle John told the apostle Peter, it's the Lord. Look at John 21, 7. It is the Lord. He wrapped his outer garment, speaking of Peter, around him for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. Jumped into the water. Again, you see, that's an account there where this line here, for he had taken it off, was not, it's not needed there. But only because it happened. That's why it's written down. That's why Bible, the Bible is really true. And then he jumped into the water. See, do, does it take for us, sometimes, unfortunately, it takes many failures on our part before we really jump in the water and then swim to Jesus. And it's sad. Because the question is, why are we not excited or eager to pray? You know, you know the, the other difficult part and the challenging part too is once we failed, once we sinned against God, all the more it becomes challenging. Don't tell me that it's easier. Because it, it, if, if, it's, if you find it hard to pray to God in your victories, in your success, in your, in your, in your happy life, don't tell me it's easier for you to pray to God in your failures, in your heartaches, when your prayer seems to be not being answered, where you're not getting better, your back's still hurting, after your back was hurting, now your shoulder's hurting. You know, it's just, it just keeps recurring, pain just keeps happening. And, and sometimes, if you really don't have the heart to pray to God, then there's nothing that, that can happen to you that will bring you to Him. So we are to pray... We are to humble ourselves and ask God, Lord, I don't even have the desire to pray to you. So please give me that desire. Give me that humility to come to you and say, Lord, I need you because I don't even have that. Because it's only when times are tough or, or sometimes it's only when times are good. But the Bible tells us that in, in, our, in our blessings, in the fatness, with the honey, we forget. In the summers of our life, we forget God. In the winters, that's when we remember Him. Look at James 4.2 again. You desire, but you do not have. So you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. James 4.2. Now, we know this, right? I keep saying this. It doesn't mean that God will give us every single thing that we ask of Him. Because, simply enough, because everything that we ask for Him is not good for us. <laughs> right? But it, this tells us 
This tells us that God encourages us to come to Him. But when we come to Him, there is humility there. We don't come to Him in prayer with, with demandingness, but rather with humility. In, 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 a, in a time of great need, we, we can say, we can say it. I say it many times. Lord, I thought I could do it without you. But Lord, please forgive me and please give me the desire, the desperation to always come to you for everything that I need. Pray, right? The title of our message is Pray. Why pray? Why pray? Because prayer is time with the Lord. Prayer is time with the Lord. Again, human nature, our flesh, us Christians, the Holy Spirit indwells in us. But the fruits of the Holy Spirit is, is, is waiting for us to, the, the Holy Spirit is waiting for us to manifest the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But if we do not spend time with the Lord, there is no way that whatever is in us can come out. That's why we have to humble ourselves in prayer and say, Lord, please give me the desire to want to be with you, to want to spend time with you. Uh, we've sang this. The, the praise and worship team last Sunday sang this very well. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I finally got the title right, Naomi. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Right? Do you find this true? Do you find this true? No. Better is one day in your courts. Seriously, is, is it true? Like, because that truth of the first line gets challenged when there is another more, more, a lot more attractive that day. Like, let, let's pretend Mani Pacquiao comes to town, right? And Mani Pacquiao says, guys, all Filipinos, I will buy you dinner at the Atlantis Buffet at 5.15 Sunday. <laughs> I tell you, if I hear that news a week before, Vince is preaching that Sunday. <laughs> if I will find Vince. <laughs> Because Vince is a big fan of Manny Pacquiao too, so he'll probably be denying me. Tough luck, Pastor Joe. I'm going too. Uh, no, do, do, you, you see the truth here? This is nice to sing. This is a nice thought. This should be the desires of our heart. But that becomes challenging. This simple truth becomes challenging. This, this, is, this should be the truth. This should be our life. This should be our heart's cry. Better is one day in your house, Lord. Better is... One day in your house. I'd rather be a security guard at your house than be a president at the, at the White House. <laughs> Oops, all pun intended. <laughs> uh, but it's, you see that? There's, there's the, the psalmist put it there because he probably have done and tasted the other things in life. I'm assuming. See, a lot of the young people, when I was younger too, I thought I was missing out on a lot of things. And the last thing I need was God. I just need God to bless my plans. I just need God to keep me healthy enough so that the plans that I ha asked for, I can enjoy. I wanted to be the Christian who donates. What do you guys need? You guys need a building? Here's a check. Who's going to go to the missions? Here's the check. I wanted to be that Christian. I don't want to be the guy who's involved at church every single Sunday, every single event. I don't want to. It's boring, I thought. 
See? But until you get to the point where you know that prayer is spending time with God, until you get to the point that God means everything to you, spending time with Him, having a conversation with Him, having a dialogue with Him is better than anything else. This is true. We can do this if we love Him, right? I mean, we can't do this without Him. But we would love to talk to the Lord if we love Him, as much as we love talking to the people we love. Correct? No? I guess being married to somebody that you, that you love. Spending time with them. We cherish those moments, don't we? Say amen if your wife is right next to you. Yes. Let the wife not say anything, but the husband say yes. Yes, I love, I love spending time with, with my wife, yeah. We look forward to those. There you go, yes, yes. Because we love them, we want that intimate time. We want that, that conversation. We want, so how come we don't, if we, if we love God, how much time are we spending time with Him? How much time are we spending with Him? And then look at James 4.8. Come near to God and He will come near to you. See, simple enough, right? We know that in prayer we're spending time with Him. So if we're praying with Him, who's with us? Him. And we know that apart from Him, we cannot do anything. So why are we not talking to Him in our ministries, before we serve in our ministries? Before we, we come here and, and play the, the instruments, sing and, or serve in, in, in the small ministries, your Bible studies, before you minister to a friend, before you pray for a friend, have you prayed to God for yourself first? Because you cannot give what you don't have. Are you replenishing your strength with God about His love, about Himself, about His, His entire being? Right? I know the Villanuevas and, and, and Edgar, Brother Edgar, and, and whenever we go on vacation with people that we love and places that we love, that, don't we get replenished? Don't we feel like, oh, I'm full. I can give a little bit more this time, right? Because we were recharged. And then, and, and, and Mikey shared with me, he said, I, 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 saw, I finally spent time with my cousin I haven't seen for many years. But we kicked it off just like we were, it was yesterday. Because he loved, there's a connection there. There's a love connection there with that person, right? Is it the same in your prayer time? Is it the same in your prayer time when you, when you get down on your knees and you say, this is my time with the Lord, 6 o'clock in the morning to, to 7 o'clock in the morning. And then you're just like, yeah, this is what I need to do. Or is it, is it, is it a drag are you dragging the left side of your, uh, Lord, help me. Uh, Lord, help me. Right? There's like the half, like you're trying to, like when I'm preaching, you're going, I almost lost it there. Right? There's always that. Spend Prayer is spending time with the Lord. How simple is it, but how difficult is it? Right? Remember, again, it reminds me of Bong when, when he was in elementary school. Bong was in his math class, third, third, second grade math. The teacher goes, Bong, what's five plus four? Bong goes, nine. And the teacher goes, yeah, that's good. That's good, Bong. How about four plus five? Bong goes, ha, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You're just flipping it. You think you're going to trick me? It's six. 
simple things. We think we're so confident, right? It's right there. Prayer is right there. We're told, pray with confidence. Come to God. God is powerful. Your God is waiting for you to talk, to, for you to spend time with Him. Simple enough, easy enough, but we take it for granted and we still fall. We still fail. Pray. Pray, right? I mean, I'm encouraged with the prayer warriors. Every Wednesday, we're here. Wednesday, you're here with me praying. And I know if you're here, I know that there's a good chance that sometime this week you're also still praying about all the needs here, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then that's encouraging because prayer is what we need as a church. Prayer is what you need, which brings us to the next one. Prayer is for us. Prayer is for us. Now, God wants to spend time with us to spend time with Him. God wants that. In fact, the more time we spend, spend with God, the more He will be involved in our lives. Now, just like with any other relationships we have, uh, our spouse, our children, our parents, our friends, if we don't spend time with them, we won't cultivate relationships with them. There's no relationships to, to, to hone or or to have, because he didn't hone anything. He didn't grow anything. We won't know who they are, and they won't know who we are. We don't know what they don't like, and they don't know what we don't like. If we don't spend time with God, we won't get to know Him. You know that? We won't get to know Him. We won't learn what pleases Him and what doesn't please Him. Now, unlike our earthly relationships, though, where they're not always available for us, or like with my children, they don't want me anymore. The biggest heartache for me this year in Analu and this, this year is that our children, when they got older, don't want us anymore. I know every parent of any teenager that got older, you know what I mean. It has a big shocker. Because I remember both kids would just drag me on my feet before I go to work. Like, no, don't go to work. Don't go to work. And now they're like, can we have a party at the house? Can you go and be gone for six hours? <laughs> what? Now, unlike our, our earthly relationships, God is available for us and wants to spend time with us 24-7. That's why prayer is for us. Because we need someone all the time, don't we? We do. If we're all going to be honest, we're all insecure here. And I'm the biggest, the, the first biggest insecure person here. Why? Because I want someone to love me. I want to be loved. But I don't feel loved all the time with people, by people that I love and I care about. But God loves me all the time. I know God loves me all the time. I know people that I care about and lo I love don't want to talk to me all the time because they don't want to hear what I have to say, especially the hurts. They don't want the pain. They don't want the weakness, like, oh, here he is again. He's going to complain about, he's going to go on a rant again about his pain. But God wants it. God wants it all, 24-7. That's why prayer is for us. Look at Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and you will and find me when you seek me with all your heart. All your heart. You got to mean it. It has to be real. It has to be sincere. And we know that Jesus always prayed, right? When, when he was here before the cross, he always prayed. He would always find time. He would always find a way to spend time with his father. And then did you know that up to now, our Jesus, our Lord, is still praying for us? 
Romans 8.34, who is he who condemns? Is it, it is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Up to now, our Lord Jesus is saying prayers for us. Not only does he want us to pray to him, but he wants us to know that I'm praying for you. I'm giving you, to give you the strength to face the challenges that you have, to give you the strength to be encouraged despite the discouragement that you're facing, to give you strength despite the hurt, the pain, the trials that you're going through. When you seek me, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So are you seeking him with all your heart? Whatever is in our hearts, right? That's, that, that's our desires, right? Those are our desires. And when we say, this, this, this is my why, the why is the purpose. And our purpose is ingrained in our hearts. Our purpose is our driver. That when, th when the going gets tough, and everything fails, if our heart or our why in our hearts is strong enough, we can keep going. Right? That's what parents say about, you know, uh, about their children when they're having a hard time at work. Like for me, when the real estate business was in the tank uh, many years ago, I have pictures of Alonzo and Gianna when, when they were younger. And I said, this is why I'm taking this painful business because it's for them. They're my why. That's our why. So is praying, if, if praying is for us, we are praying so that we can spend time with God. And we are praying because God wants us to spend time with Him. And because of this. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may, you know, we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This is why Jesus is there always waiting for us to come to Him boldly, courageously, in confidence, saying, Lord, I'm having a hard time. I'm struggling again. I failed again, Lord. I'm, I think, I thought I could do it again on my own, and I failed again, Lord. Please help me. Why come to Him in, 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 in confidence? Why? Because He has paid for it all. Because when we sin, again, that's the, that's the trick of the enemy, right? He wants us to sin so that we can get discouraged. So once you're discouraged, you, can, you won't pray to God. You won't pray for people. You will be useless. You will just be a bench warmer. Worse is you won't even be in the bench anymore. You just want to stay home, right? So no, it's come to God in, in confidence, knowing that the throne of grace, we can have mercy and find grace there in the time of need. This is why prayer, coming to Him, is through prayer. That's why prayer is for us, folks. Prayer is for us. So I praise God for all of you who come here every Wednesday. I praise God for all of you who, in your own time, always spend a prayer, say a word of prayer for me, for my family, for the church, for the people that you said, sure, I'll pray for you. Because sadly, that's the knee-jerk reaction for us Christians, right? They know we're Christians like, 
hey, Joe, I have a client right now. She says, hey, hey Joe, is Wednesdays your prayer meeting? Because I blocked out of my schedule with my clients. I go, yeah. Oh, can you pray for my, my brother-in-law? I go, sure. I'll pray for, for, for your brother-in-law. So I'm, I'm, as I answer that, every time I answer, I, I remind myself, don't just say it, pray. Right? Pray. So we are to pray. And then lastly, last point, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I've used this many times, but again, like the, the, the iron on the ear, right? You would think that the first burn will be enough, but sometimes you need the second burn or the third burn, unfortunately. But we have to remind ourselves that there's nothing that we can do through our, in our spiritual life. There's nothing that we can do apart from the Lord. Actually, even our physical life. We can do things apart from the Lord and it will all fail. It's either sin that we're doing or work that we think, okay, you know, people are applauding me for that. But you're the one who's getting the, the, uh, the, the praise. And God is not pleased with it because you took away God, what God wanted you to do. Is that possible? Very much so. Very much so. There are, 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 there are very much, there's many successful ministries there that are not what God wanted, but are there flourishing. Because it serves as a distraction, a derailment to what God truly wants. What, what does God truly want? For the gospel to be spread. The gospel to be spread through our lives and through our words. And we made many things, we made our Christian life about many other things except that, right? But then we cannot do those things if we're not prayerful. Jesus is the vine, we are the branches. So how do we remain connected with Him? Through our prayer. Through our prayer. That's why prayer is for us. I know that we all sincerely want to be useful for the kingdom of God. I know we all sincerely want to be living a, a glorious life for the glory of God. I know that. Like, I know that about me. But I also know that if I take it upon my strength, which is actually a weakness, and it fails... And it fails because if I lack prayer, if I lack dependency on the Lord, then it, does, it will not amount to anything. Because if it can, then Jesus is lying, right? But Jesus never lied. Jesus forewarned us and keeps warning us that we have to be connected and remain connected with Him. And we can do that. We can only do that through prayer. Amen? Amen. Again, to summarize it, there is humility in prayer, which, what, which is what we hate it because we're not humble by nature. Prayer is time with the Lord that we need, right? Prayer is time with the Lord that God wants and we need. And prayer is for us because God wants to spend time with us so He can bless us and that we can have that, that, that flourishing ministry or a flourishing life according to God's glory. Amen? Amen. Thank you for your patience. That is our message tonight. Please join me in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your message for us this evening. We know, Lord God, that um, you have always commanded us to, to pray. And you've always, um, you always encourage us and always remind us that you're always seeking, Lord God, that we spend time with you. 
And you've guaranteed this to us, Lord God, that if we seek you, we will find you if we seek you with all of our hearts. So I pray, Father God, that you will give us that heart, that desire, that we will always want to be in prayer, in a time of fellowship with you, Father God, and your people. I pray, Father, that you change our priorities, that you change our sight, our, how we see our lives, Lord God. Help us, Father God, to live for you, uh, which starts and ends with us spending time with you. Forgive us, Lord, for the many times that we have neglected what is simple enough and easy enough and a blessing that you want us, which is praying. Forgive us, Lord. Help us to become more prayerful. And I pray for your prayer warriors tonight, Lord God. Help them continue to develop this habit. Help them, Lord God, to continue to desire you and to fall in love with you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all the Lord's people said? Amen. Amen, amen.